February 12th. Matthew chapter 27, verses 15 through 31. Now it was the governor's custom to release one prisoner to the crowd each year during the Passover celebration, anyone they wanted. This year there was a notorious criminal in prison, a man named Barabbas. As the crowds gathered before Pilate's house that morning, he asked them, Which one do you want me to release to you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called the Messiah? He knew very well that the Jewish leaders had arrested Jesus out of envy. Just then, as Pilate was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent him this message, Leave that innocent man alone, because I had a terrible nightmare about him last night. Meanwhile, the leading priests and other leaders persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas to be released and for Jesus to be put to death. So when the governor asked again, Which of these two do you want me to release to you? The crowd shouted back their reply, Barabbas! But if I release Barabbas, Pilate asked them, What should I do with Jesus, who is called the Messiah? And they all shouted, Crucify him! Why? Pilate demanded. What crime has he committed? But the crowd only roared the louder, Crucify him! Pilate saw that he wasn't getting anywhere, and that a riot was developing. So he sent for a bowl of water, and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this man. The responsibility is yours. And all the people yelled back, We will take responsibility for his death, we and our children. So Pilate released Barabbas to them. He ordered Jesus flogged with a lead-tipped whip, then turned him over to the Roman soldiers to crucify him. Some of the governor's soldiers took Jesus into their headquarters and called out the entire battalion. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. They made a crown of long, sharp thorns and put it on his head, and they placed a stick in his right hand as a scepter. Then they knelt before him in mockery, yelling, Hail, King of the Jews! And they spit on him and grabbed the stick, and beat him on the head with it. When they were finally tired of mocking him, they took off the robe and put his own clothes on him again. Then they led him away to be crucified. This week's Bible Meditation, Psalm 16:8. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Okay, good morning. Uh, this is Michael Simpson, uh, phase two. I want to say good morning. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about myself and how I became to be here at the refuge, which is all by the grace of God and uh, the ones that uh, he spoke through to lead me here. Uh, I want to start off saying that uh, I'm a recovering addict. Uh, I've been battling with addiction for quite some time now, a few years or more. Uh, I come from a little town called Sabina. Uh, I was born 
in Wilmington, Ohio, which that's where I was at before I came here. Uh, I've been to prison. Uh, I've been homeless. And uh, let's just say that through homelessness and brokenness and drug addiction, uh, it led me to a ministry in Wilmington that was uh, Sugar Tree Ministries. Uh, they would feed us people on the streets daily. Um, and through that place, I acquired some relationship with a few people that lived on the streets or that had been on the streets. And, and through that ministry, um, once they got to know me a little bit, um, I started staying in a, in a drop-in shelter. Uh, one of the ones that run the drop-in shelter referred me to the refuge, uh, explained a little bit about it. For I said, um, you know, it's from faith, it's faith-based uh, to help you out, get you back on the right track, uh, um, build relationships, and, and there's been a lot of um, promising hopes and dreams fulfilled through the place. So I thought I'd give it a chance. Uh, I showed up the first time in November. Uh, I was here for about three weeks. Uh, needless to say, uh, I left. Um, I guess in order to be here, you have to want to be here. And I didn't know if I was completely ready yet. I was still going through the emotional feelings and thoughts and I guess just bodily flesh feelings and I wasn't ready but after a week after I left of going back through it I realized that I made a mistake and I immediately wanted to come back so through that uh, I made arrangements with the ministry that brought me the first time and, and to see if the uh, refuge would welcome me back. Uh, there was just something calling me, you know. Uh, I, I started uh, reading, look, looking into the Word and reading um, within them weeks, or that, within that week, and, and uh, praying about it. Well, then I showed back up and, and uh, at first, they told me that uh, it was a no, um, that they didn't encourage people just to leave and come right back. So I would have to further um, wait. And, and, and with, they said about three weeks or so, uh, as long as I continued going to AA and NA meetings uh, regularly and keep in touch with the ministry, that um, they'd give me another chance. So, within that, I did so, and I came back uh, in December, and since then, I've uh, reestablished relationships with the brothers, and um, further relationship with Jesus and God. Um, I've been working on submission and obedience and commitment to God, which there's, there's a few things that I struggle with, um, and I have struggled with. And it's mainly like within keeping focus 
or have it understanding the guidance that is given. Uh, but uh, for all, all you all out there, I just have to say that um, Jesus is King and, and God is great and, and uh, He's here to do great things. And, and my eyes have been open to it all. I look forward to further having a relationship with all you guys. Um, I love everybody, and uh, God bless. Psalm 33, verses 12 through 22. What joy for the nation whose God is the Lord, whose people He has chosen for His own! The Lord looks down from heaven and sees the whole human race. From His throne He observes all who live on the earth. He made their hearts, so He understands everything they do. The best-equipped army cannot save a king, nor is great strength enough to save a warrior. Don't count on your war horse to give you victory. For all its strength, it cannot save you. But the Lord watches over those who fear Him, those who rely on His unfailing love. He rescues them from death and keeps them alive in times of famine. We depend on the Lord alone to save us. Only He can help us, protecting us like a shield. In Him our hearts rejoice, for we are trusting in His holy name. Let your unfailing love surround us, Lord, for our hope is in you alone. Proverbs chapter 9, verses 1 through 6. Wisdom has built her spacious house with seven pillars. She has prepared a great banquet, mixed the wines, and set the table. She has sent her servants to invite everyone to come. She calls out from the heights overlooking the city. Come home with me, she urges the simple. To those without good judgment, she says, Come, eat my food, and drink the wine I have mixed. Leave your foolish ways behind, and begin to live. Learn how to be wise. <laughs>